This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audioized version of the world's number one real estate investing blog. Hope you're having a relaxed Sunday. I'm your host, Tyler, and I read these articles so you can keep learning while you go about your busy life. Oh, and you'll find endless content on biggerpockets.com. Create an account today. It's free. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Are you sabotaging your wealth building potential by doing too much? By David Green. Part 1. Like many of you, when I first started investing, I did everything myself. Locksmith, landscaper, cleaner, garbage man, you name it. If it needed being done, I was doing it. After all, that's what an entrepreneur does, right? <laughs> Turns out, I was more of an entrepreneur than entrepreneur. Looking back, I realized I wasn't running a business. I was working a job. A job that I worked really hard for and saved a lot of money to buy. If you think about it, that might be about the stupidest thing anyone could do. Work hard, save, and buy a job. Because we all want to leave our 9 to 5, right? This is a big problem in the world of real estate investing, and a lot of us are missing it. Working to replace your job with a new job is not a good plan. If we want to do something about that, we need to step out of the circle of fear and control, leading us to think we need to do it all 
and into the circle of trust and planning, allowing us to let others do the job better than we can. If you can break this cycle, you'll be on your way to learning how to run a business, not work a job. The Power of Leverage This principle of leverage is what makes good businesses run. No one can do it all alone, and nobody is good at everything. Henry Ford recognized this and created the assembly line. Having an employee specialize in one job allowed them to improve at that task far faster than if they were working multiple different small jobs. Modern-day sports teams have taken this to the next level. By purposely assembling a roster of various kinds of talent, they are able to create game plans to attack opponents' weaknesses by leveraging the individual skill sets of the players on their roster. We all have strengths and weaknesses. Learning to leverage other people's strengths for your own gain is what separates a good business from a great one and a group of athletes from a championship-level team. When I was forced to start investing in other states, I quickly learned I needed to depend on the wisdom, experience, time, and expertise of others. I physically couldn't be there to do things myself. We all know this is something we should do, but oftentimes the temptation to do it ourselves is just too much. Work smarter, not harder. There's no shortage of business books expounding on the fact that as a business owner, we should only be focusing on those tasks that bring us the highest return on our time. Focus on what we're good at, double down on our strengths, and hire out the rest. Right? But knowing and doing are different things. All too often, if the opportunity is right there in front of us, we just can't help but jump in and do it ourselves. It wasn't until I stopped doing those things that I really succeeded. Getting myself out of the daily grind of working in my business allowed me to start focusing on my business. That's when things really took off. Now, I'm able to buy houses in other states, fix them up, refinance them, and rent them out, all while going to work on my new business and making more money than I'm investing in real estate. This has allowed me to create an awesome system that consists of earning income, amplifying that income, then investing that income. By the time I hit the investment phase, I already got a new round of money I'd earned to take its place. I've chased a form of investment utopia where I continue to invest without running out of capital and without needing to borrow it. The secret to executing this system is planning and leverage. First, I come up with the plan. Then, I leverage out the work. Making a plan. In my personal wealth-building system, there are three arms. One, earn it. Two, amplify it. Three, invest it. The gist of it is that I make money through a business or job. I then amplify it through a short-term wealth-building vehicle, such as a hard money loan, flipping a house, etc. And then finally, I take what it's become and I invest it in a long-term vehicle, such as a rental property, multifamily, mobile home park, note, etc. In my specific situation, I am earning money through my business as a real estate agent, amplifying that money through house flips and investing that money into rental properties. The point I want to focus in on is how I use leverage to execute this plan and how without leverage, none of this would be possible. Through the power of leverage, I'm able to make much more money in the earn it phase, multiply the money in the amplify it stage, 
and then get way higher returns in the invest it stage. By focusing on leverage in many forms, I'm able to take a modest sum of money and grow it into a huge chunk of capital. So here are some ways that I do that. The plan in action, earn it. In my personal life, I am a real estate agent and a police officer. These are the two ways I currently earn income, other than cash flow from rentals. As of this podcast, I'm on a leave of absence from my police job, so I've been full-time in real estate sales. During that time, I've risen to number one in sales in my office of 100 agents, built a team of three assistants, been featured on HGTV's House Hunters, and been asked to teach other real estate agents how to improve their business. Since then, I've also written long-distance real estate investing and buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat, both published by Bigger Pockets. Not bad, right? But don't give me too much credit. <laughs> Above all else, there is one thing that's contributed to my success more than anything else. Leverage. To be blunt, I sell more real estate than the other agents in my office who have been doing this much longer than me because I leverage off the parts of my job that anyone can do. By doing that, I'm able to focus on the high-level activities that only I can do. This allows me to excel at my job and ensures my agents get treated even better than if I did the work myself. Why? Because I hire assistants that are skilled in the areas I am weaker. I'm a police officer, an athlete, and an investor. My mind works differently than some people's. I tend to analyze information quickly, think quickly, and speak quickly. When problems are introduced, I immediately work on a solution and mentally run through different scenarios to see which is the likeliest to succeed. I can't help this. As a basketball player, it's helped me make the best split-second decision based on the defense. As a police officer, it's kept me and others alive. As an investor, it's helped me analyze deals before others and make decisions while others stew and eat up precious investing time. My mind works the way it does because I've conditioned it that way. This is really good for me in some areas, but it's not very good in others. Because I tend to think so quickly, I'm not always the best at taking the time to listen to others when they are talking, slowing down to hear them out, or making sure they know they are understood. Now, of course, I do understand them, but I don't always communicate that properly. It's just not my strength. I'm a thinker more than a feeler. In this business, however, it's really important that your clients know you understand them, not just that you represent them well. Hire someone to supplement workload for your real estate business. That's why I hire assistants who are strong in the areas I'm weak. My first hire, Krista, is one of the most amazing human beings I have ever met. I'm not exaggerating here. Not only is she able to keep up with the heavy demands of her workload and the level of service we provide, but there isn't one person I've come across who doesn't tell me how incredible she makes them feel. Krista has a gift for making people feel loved, understood, and valuable, and those gifts benefit my business. Krista is one hire, but there are several others I've made who also help my business. Leverage is key. Not only do my assistants make my clients feel good, but they also take a lot of the menial, mind-numbing tasks off my plate so I can focus on my area of expertise. For example, 
I study real estate in every capacity. I love it. Whether that means owning, flipping, holding, buying, selling, representing others, crunching numbers, or whatever else. The best use of my time is helping my clients come up with a strategy based on my knowledge, maximizing the amount we can get them when selling, and minimizing the amount we pay when buying. I can't do this effectively if I'm also handling all the administrative tasks that come along with managing an escrow or managing a client's wildly fluctuating emotions. By hiring assistants who can perform tasks for me, I can focus on the big picture. For instance, when trying to figure out how much to list a house for, I need to know what the comparable properties are, how many buyers are in the market, and how to get that house in peak condition for sale. By assigning tasks to my assistant, I can get the information I need without having to spend the time to get it. My assistant pulls comparable properties, contacts real estate agents with listings in the area, and asks how many showings they are getting a week, calls our list of handymen and gets quotes for paint, carpet, repairs, etc., and prepares all the forms for clients to sign. In turn, I'm able to analyze the information she gathers in 15 minutes and let the client know what the plan is moving forward. If I were to gather all that information myself, it would take me over three hours. It's a better use of my time to look for the handymen who do the best work than it is for me to call the entire list of them to see who's available and looking for work right now. It's a better use of my time to look for people who want to buy or sell and come up with a game plan to net them top dollar than it is for me to spend hours filling out forms and organizing files. It's a better use of my time to attend conferences where I can study how to become an elite-level negotiator than it is to go to the store to pick out the gifts for the closing table. By focusing on high-level tasks, I make the company more money and I serve my clients better. By hiring better communicators and more organized assistants, I increase the overall efficiency of our office and my clients feel as special as they should. Outsource in other jobs you have. Using leverage supercharges my results. My job right now is as a real estate agent, but there are so many other jobs where this will work too. You a waiter in a restaurant? Have you ever thought about how many more tables you could handle if you paid the busboys a little extra to give your section special attention? Hmm? Do you work in sales and spend half your day preparing for the meetings where you'll actually earn the money? You ever thought about how much more productive you'd be if you paid an assistant to prepare all the forms and information and conduct the research you'll need? By doing that, you can focus on setting more appointments or learning about the client you'll be meeting. Do you run a small business doing hair, makeup, eyebrows, or other cosmetic-related services? You ever thought about how much more business you could do if you hired an assistant to organize your database of friends, family, and past clients so you can start marketing to them regularly? Most of us never even give a second thought to how much better we could be if we leveraged off some of the lower-level tasks we do every day. But I promise you, the opportunity is out there. All right, so this is the end of part one. We'll get to part two tomorrow. Hopefully you got something out of today's show. Before I leave you, here's a quick tip. Finding an investor-friendly real estate agent can accelerate your path to purchasing your first or next investment property. How do you do that? By visiting biggerpockets.com slash findanagent. That's biggerpockets.com slash 
find an agent to find a top-rated agent in your backyard. Have a great day and hope to see you right back here tomorrow.